ironoverload.io presents Iron Overload No Bullshit Podcast with your co-host Steve from the American Underground and Mobster from the UK Iron Den. Get ready for the UG info like you've never heard before. No bullshit, no lies, straight hardcore truth. A bodybuilding podcast like you never heard before. And here we go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, Iron Overload.io Hardcore, episode number 37, speeding right along on these. Today, we're going to talk about how to get fit, super simple habits you can start doing today. So let's start off with, um, you know, training and moving your body around. So throughout history, as humans, we have had to move our bodies around. We had to every day, unless you were like super wealthy, unless you were like a king or something or a queen. Um, you had to basically do stuff every day. You had to get your shelter repaired. You had to go look for food, go look for water. You had to perhaps fight, you know, um, you had to fight animals, fight humans, fight insects. You had to do a lot of stuff. Every day was a was a grind. But today, you know, our modern society, a lot of us, have that luxury to sit on our ass all day. We sit on our ass for, for work. We sit on our ass uh, food. We don't have to get up and go to the grocery store. We just sit on our ass and order food in, you know, and they'll deliver it right to your door 24 seven. So we've gotten basically too lazy. So we're not moving our bodies around, but look, it's in our DNA for 2.5 million years where we have to move our body around. So do something every day. Even if you have an office job, and you sit on your ass, go and do something. If you're retired, go and do something. Get a hobby. There's so much fun things that you could be doing. It doesn't have to be the misconception out there is you got to go to the gym for an hour and, and throw weights around like a gorilla and get all sweaty and all this stuff. But the, the science actually shows that that's completely not necessary. You don't have to go out there and do any of that. You just got to go there. Let's, you you know, just go walk to the, the market, uh, go up and down a hill, go, you know, go do something where you're active, gardening, um, taking your dog for a jog, taking your dog for a walk, taking your cat for a walk, whatever, you know, just go get out there and move your body around and, and, and get things moving, go fishing, go, Go, uh, go canoeing, go kayaking, do something where where you're where you're active. That really goes a long way to getting fit, because just sitting on your ass and being sedentary is just not natural. We see that a lot with pets too. You see dogs and cats that are diabetics and obese and stuff because their owners are too lazy to give them exercise, and um, so it's getting out of hand in nature. You don't see about obese animals walking around for a reason because they're constantly having to work for their food. So that could be an option for you. Um, just go, instead of going, taking your car to the supermarket, ride your bicycle to the supermarket with, a, with your backpack and pack the groceries in your backpack and bicycle home. That could be a way to do it. So mom sort touched on this a little bit too, because you live in the, um, in a country that drives oh, a lot less than, than America, for sure. In America, everybody drives. One of the things I've talked about on previous shows, Steve, as you know, is uh, I go out and I get my steps every single day. And here's a tip for you guys in terms of habits. Get up early. 
and get up early and do some of the things that Steve just talked about, whether that's getting your steps in, going for a 20-minute jog, walking the dog like Steve talks about, whereas else, because I can, I get it. We've, we, me and Steve have worked day jobs. We know what stuff's like. And I mean day jobs sitting on my ass and day job when I bring properly physical, Steve. And even in my most recent job, which would be four years ago, which was properly physical at times, I was still getting up to work on Evo and on the forums at four or five o'clock in the morning to catch us half past six trains. So I was still getting other stuff done. And if I can do it and I was doing a physical job, then you can do it and you get up early and go off and do those habits, just the ones that Steve's talked about. Literally get up early and go out and do a 20-minute walk. So that's that's just one right there. Easy peasy. Now, as another one, as an example, um, clean up your diet, guys. What do I mean? Okay, go to your fridge, look at all the junk food in your fridge, get a bin, and fill it up with that junk food. Take the crap out of your fridge. Take the biscuits and the snacks and the chips and stuff out of your cupboards. Now, and I've used this analogy before, Steve, as a tip, you have no rubbish in the house. Only healthy food in the fridge, only healthy food in the freezer, only healthy food in the cupboards. If you need junk food, you've got to go out and get it. And I mean physically walk there and buy it. That's, that's, it's just not, because if it's only healthy food in the house, that's all you're going to eat. That's really easy. It, it's, it's honestly, this is what happens. And Steve talked about it before. You go around the supermarket, and worse, you go around the supermarket with the with your children, and you will put junk food into your trolley, into your basket. You you just it's it's at the eye level of the kids for sweets. They've changed that over here in the UK because they used to sell an awful lot of that stuff at the at the cashier at the till. Um, and so certain foods are deliberately eye level for you as adults and coloured in a certain way to catch the children, like with regards to pop tarts and and over be sugared cereals. Same thing with certain kinds of pizzas and junk food. It's all there at the front and you've got to go looking for the healthy stuff. So watch what you're buying in the supermarket, but specifically don't have junk food in the house. If you ain't got it in the house, nine times out of 10, you won't go out and get it. Don't order in, walk to the place that sells it. Drive even to the place that sells it. Don't order in because it's very, very easy. We've got... Same as you have in the US, Steve, a bunch of companies now that will Uber Eats, I think is one we have here in the UK, where they would deliver. I've got my shop around the corner has that. I can have it walked 50, 100 yards, Steve, to my front door if I wanted to. I mean, that would be unbelievably lazy. So, guys, don't have it in the house. And if you do want it, go and get it. That's, that's, that's the real, real, real easy one. One more, and I'll get Steve to talk about this a little bit as well. Learn to read labels now steve, steve tell people why reading labels specifically because the ingredients i know you know to talk about is important yeah ingredients 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 um when you look at a label a lot of people don't know what they're seeing so what mobs were saying learn to read it it's it's much more simpler to just look at the ingredients and see what's in it because food companies there's a lot of loopholes in the laws they can add sugars, they can add chemical sugars, and it won't count as sugar. You see what I'm saying? So it's really can be misleading. They're becoming, they're very clever when it comes to that. It's just part of their marketing. So if you just read the ingredients and, and just think about it, be like, hmm, is this ingredient something found in nature? Is this natural? If the answer is no, then you probably shouldn't put it in your body. And I know like a lot of you out there, 
who are struggling with being healthy, you're listening to this and you'd be like, Steve, everything in my house, Monster just talked about it, going through your house. But everything in my house has ingredients that aren't natural. I know, I know this. I've been to other people's homes. I can literally go to anyone's kitchen and go through their pantry and freezer and tell you what diseases these people have. I could tell you, yeah, this person is either a type two diabetic or they're pre-diabetic. I could tell you they probably are obese. They probably have heart disease. They probably have this. They probably have that. Just by seeing the food. I don't even need to go in your kitchen. I can just watch what you're throwing out. My neighbors in my neighborhood, they hate me for that because I'm always ribbing them about it. I'm Yeah, I'm that neighbor. I'm always ribbing them what's in their recycle bin. I'm like, you got two pizza boxes in your recycle bin for the week. That means you had pizza twice this week. You've I got see. cereal boxes, so you've got – you're eating cedar. So they come up yeah. to me, and they're like, Steve, you know, I'm trying to get fit. I want to look like you. What am I doing wrong? I'm like, look, I can – I just point to the recycle bin. I'm like, look, it's, what's in your recycle bin? I know right off the bat your diet yeah. is crap. And they look at me shocked. They're like, wow, how, how did you know that? I'm like, yeah, because I've been doing this for so long. So, you know, got to put stuff in your body that you know, you know what you're putting in your body. So it's very important to read ingredients. At the end of the day, you go to the grocery store, you see an apple. That apple is just an apple, right? But they put stuff in the apple. They could put pesticides in the apple. They wax the apple. There's a lot of things they can add to that apple. So you've got to know what you're putting in your body. So it's not as simple as just looking and seeing a label, can you imagine even that apple? You think it's just an apple. They even add stuff to it. Can you imagine what they're putting in boxes of food? They're adding anything they need to do to make sure that food doesn't go bad. So it's very important that you know what you're putting in your body, guys. Look for organic fruits, organic vegetables, and locally sourced if possible because they should be ripe when they're picked and not unripe and then ripen along the trip that they have because they have to travel like 2000 miles organ uh animal organ organic uh, hormone free or animal organ grass fed bone bone broth those are the best foods that you could be putting in your body in terms of protein sources and produce so those should be the staples of your diet 95 percent of your diet should be what i just named and if it's not then you're not eating as optimally as you should. You're not eating the way humans should be eating. So mobster touched on that a little bit and we'll move on to the next topic. But let check out our other podcasts. We talk about the stuff in a lot of podcasts, guys. And come on the forums and ask if you got questions. Let me give you an example, guys. So years ago, I applied for a, a voluntary job. Uh, I was living in Gloucester at the time where my, my position, such as it was, was going to be kind of like an advisor. And what I was going to be doing was taking low-income people around the supermarket and showing them how to make healthy choices. And here's here's an example, really, really simple one, Steve, that I was going to be doing. So if you've got a a young mum with a couple of kids, she's not married, she's in that kind of low-income thing, she's relying on uh, council government benefits or whatever else, I get it. I get it. The money that you've got coming is not a lot of money. And so you're going to buy food that's cheap. And cheap food would be, for example, a pre-made frozen pizza from the frozen section of the supermarket. And a really, really simple change would be to go and buy the base, the pizza base. If you, you can learn to make pizza base, but you could have brought the pizza base and you and your kids could have made the pizza yourself. And in doing so, the ingredients go on there, for example, peppers, uh, pepperoni, uh, other cheeses would be ingredients that you 
brought and purchased cheeses, cheese, red peppers, even with the waxes that Steve just described, probably have the waxes on those as well, Steve. But it's still better than the frozen one that's pre-prepared and been manufactured in some factory at 200 miles, 300 miles away. And with a list of ingredients that are as long as your arm on the back, Steve, the ones you make yourself would have been better. And you're, you're even getting the choice of having what ingredients you want, even if all three of you wanted different ingredients. So it was silly things like that. I've, I've, we've, listen, there's most of our listeners would have done this. Have you not been in the supermarket and had a obese family in front of you, mum, dad, and daughter? I think I can think of this example, Steve. And their trolley had what we call here in the UK full fat cola. That's the stuff with the sugar in. And there was multiple bottles of it, two and three litre bottles, so uh, four or five pints bottles, pizzas, and those huge, great family bags of what you call in America chips, what we call here in the UK crisp. And that was all that was in there, Steve. There was no vegetables. There wasn't even fruit juices. There was no there was, <laughs> there was no meat. There wasn't even frozen meat or fresh meat. No fresh or frozen vegetables. There was there, there was there was nothing in that trolley that was healthy, and every single one of them was obese. Now whether they've got some sort of pre-existing medical condition that makes them eat junk food or the bullshit big bones or whatever, there was nothing healthy, and it's just like almost no excuse. And the thing of it is, I think a lot of us know this, but we tend to ignore it, and we even use food as a reward. So there, there, that's one. That's just a bunch of stuff right there, Steve. You, you, you need to know what it is you're putting in your mouth. Right. Simple one for you guys. Have a target to hit every day. And it doesn't have to be a big thing. It might be, for example, if you've been following my first tip, getting up in the morning and say, for example, using those 20 minutes like I talked about right at the beginning. And instead of going out for a jog, you're doing press-ups. Literally getting on the floor and doing a press-up. So... A small target, Steve, would be to add one rep to your total every day. So maybe the first time you do it is 10. The next time you do it is 11 and so on. Every single day, try to get another rep. That might be one simple thing. So I'm just using press-up as an example. It might be doing vacuums, guys, especially if you compete, men and women, competing so that your stomach stays tight. And it might literally be getting up and trying to get your waist down to a certain size, especially keeping it tight, getting it vacuumed. The, the, you might be getting up and posing, Steve, five minutes, but literally adding time to your posing because on stage, you don't know. You might be there for five minutes being compared. You might be there for half an hour being compared. So get up and do an, an extra minute. And again, this is just simple stuff. It might be, for example, with myself. If I say that my daily target is 6,000 steps, then maybe it's getting an extra 50 steps. One small target that I can hit that is positive and going to have an effect. Now, I want to get onto hydration, Steve, which we talked about in a pre-show, and the importance of hydration. Tell the listeners what, why we most people are underhydrated and why it is important for performance and bodybuilding. So with uh, anabolic steroid use, it's very important to drink more water. Um, you just want to push all the stuff out of your body. That is true. Um, for general fitness, you know, you're out there, you're sweating, you're in the gym, you're sweating. It's very important to get those that hydration back. Um, it's it, this way your body, you know, that your bodies are made up of water. Your body is mostly made up of water. Everything from your organs to your muscles to everything, your your cells, they need 
everything involves water, you know, so it's very important to good, good, clean water. And that goes back to a topic of avoiding toxins too. So it's not just getting hydrated, but it's being properly hydrated. So many people are, are using these sports drinks. These sports drinks, again, we go back to the ingredient thing. Look what's in them. They're using chemical sweeteners in these sports drinks. They're using dyes in these sports drinks. These are things that don't belong in our body, guys. Uh, 2.5 million years, we never put a dye in our body. We never put a, a, a chemical sweetener in our body. The only thing that human were ever getting to feel that sweetness was from fruit, raw fruit they would get, or from raw honey they were lucky to, to, to get without getting stung to death by a bunch of bees. So, I mean, we're not we got to get away. It's an addiction. These sweeteners and all these, these chemical sweeteners in the supplements in our food, in our sports drinks. So good quality water is very important. Um, you got to find a good spring water. Like a lot of these bottled water companies, it's just tap water. So they just take tap water, they put it in a bottle and they sell it to people. It's disgusting. It really is. And all that plastic, all those plastic bottles end up polluting our environment so that adds more toxins in our environment so it can be from the water you're drinking to taking a shower you're taking a shower in water that has chlorine and it's spraying on you so look the bottom line it's very important to know what's going back in your body so hydration is important but proper hydration is important good mineral um mineral spring water is going to be what you want to look for when it comes to what, what you're drinking. Um, a lot of people make the mistake of liquid calories. They'll drink like diet sodas and like, oh, zero calories. And it's a huge mistake because these diet sodas have really bad chemicals and, and toxins in them. And it's making your body more and more sick. So you've got to watch out. Um, it, it, the foods we're eating, they're full of toxins. Um, pesticides and herbicides. You want to make sure you're you're consuming organic. It's confusing to a lot of people in Europe, mobster, because you guys it's standard to have organic fruits and vegetables, and the way your meats are prepped, it tastes completely different. But in America, it's all corporate. You know, corporate. This is all about money. It's all about making a profit. So companies are obviously it's a hell of a lot easier to grow crops sprayed with herbicides and pesticides than it is to grow crops that are organic. So yes, organic will cost more. Duh. No shit, Sherlock. You know, I just, I, I'm amazed at how dumb some of these people are who argue this. They're like, oh, well, organic's more expensive. I'm not going to order, get organic. It's a scam. It's more expensive. No shit. It's more expensive, dumbass. You know, I have a tomato garden. And I woke up the other day and all my tomatoes were had holes in them and all my tomato leaves had, were eaten because the bugs got to it. So, yes, it's harder to grow a tomato plant that's organic than it is not organic. But you know what? You know what I did? I just plant a new tomato tree and I what I'll do is I'll order ladybugs online. Ladybugs will eat some of those insects for me. So I keep the garden organic, you know, that it, if. And if I can't grow something because the bugs are too love it too much, then I just won't grow it. So you've gotta you've gotta watch out what you eat in your body, guys. I mean, it's just it's just unbelievable. So you want to save twenty five cents by getting a non organic tomato, and then you want to put pesticides in your body. This doesn't make any sense to me. So toxins are killing us, guys. Toxins are killing us. 
the plastics in our ocean, the air we're breathing, the water we're drinking. It's just, you've got to avoid that as much as you can. Are you going to be able to avoid it hundred percent? No, but you can control what you can control. So if you can control that, and then also mobster, one last thing on this topic, you're under your sink. How many of you keep Clorox and all these chemicals on your sink, pesticides and, and all kinds of stuff? You know, you cannot do that. That stuff does not belong in the house. You cannot be breathing that shit in. So all these chemicals, these household cleaners and all this stuff, they should not be inside. You need to either keep them outside or keep them in your garage away where you're not getting exposed to them because they will kill you. And spraying your house with pesticides, that will slowly kill you as well. So it's a big, big issue, something I'm very passionate about. Because, you know, I, I see so many people making that mistake. So if you want to be healthier, there's so much you, more you can do that you're not even thinking about. So check your underneath your sinks, underneath your should be no chemicals, no chemicals whatsoever in your home. So, Mobster, go ahead. On water, and I'm going to do the hydration thing again here, Steve. You mentioned this in previous shows. A water filter, guys. Now, whether that's plumbed into the main so that the filtered water comes out the tap, or you buy a jug with a filter, which you have to change, and you have filtered water to drink from. Steve's touched on this before, and I know this specifically for more, way more for American in, in here in the UK, like Steve said just now. You have a local water table that can be contaminated with the uh, uh, stuff that's been added to farmland or produce, and it gets down into the water table, and that becomes, it gets added and included in your water supply, and you're drinking that. So buy either a plumbed, plumbed in, or get a water filter jug for you to drink from, and or for that matter, Steve, to cook your food with, your vegetables, and anything that you're boiling, uh, soups that you're making, the bone broth that Steve talked about earlier on, if you're making it with water, use filtered water. And it's, that's certainly going to take some of the chemicals out that Steve's referred to. Now, the last tip I want to get into, guys, and if it needs time to say it, I'll say it. What are you waiting for? Any of the tips that we've talked about, any of the habits that we've asked you to change, any positive changes, and I'm talking about whether that's in the gym training, whether it's with nutrition, even with PEDs. I mentioned it in a show that we talked about uh, because it was perfectly normal for us to do a show at that time, which is the New Year's Resolution show. We recorded a podcast uh, a few weeks ago at appropriate time of year, obviously. Guys, start your good habits. Start your positive habits. Start your simple, easy, how-to-get-fit habits today. Do not wait for the perfect time. The tips that we're giving you are easy. Even the water filter tip is really, really easy. Order one on Amazon, get that jug, get some spare filters, do that today. They're, what are they going to cost you? 15 bucks, 20 bucks, probably less. And that's with spare filters. If you get one plumbed in, you might need to save up a few bucks for the plumber to come around and fill it. But put those bucks to one side today, get it done as soon as you can, and then you'll have filtered water forever so with the cleaning out of the food from the cupboard that i mentioned before go upstairs in my case upstairs to the kitchen go to your kitchen and throw out some junk food today do not wait for a new year's resolution do not wait for that special day some things you can do literally after you listen to this podcast so the best time 
any of these habits, one of these habits to do is right now, guys. What do you think, Steve? So filters, you know, you've got stuff in your water. So filters, they filter out everything, good and bad. So um, it may not be the best option to drink filtered water if you get those filters, but it's good to cook with it and it's good to shower in it. So with, when it comes to drinking, you want to make sure you get good quality spring water because you want the good stuff, too, that comes in water, the minerals that are in that water. So, But if I had to choose between water out of the tap or filtered water, I would go with, with obviously, the filtered water completely. But it just depends on where you live. There's a website out there. If you go online, I believe it's ewg.org. Um, and there is a website you can actually go to that ewg.org let me see let me just make sure yeah it's ewg.org and you can actually look up your water uh by zip code and see what contaminants are in your water so let's say you live in new york new york has excellent water you can drink the water right out of your tap in new york new york has laws and it's a constitutional law that says that utilities have to provide good quality drinkable water to you but if you live in most other states it's not the case out west, you know, they it's a desert. There's big water issues. So, um, you know, they they'll be they'll have a lot of their water that's contaminated in the in the south. They don't have regulations on anything. So basically, the utilities can put cancer causing things in the water, and no one's going to say anything to them. So basically, you're drinking very very toxic shit if you're living in in, in the south. Uh, water is really, really bad. So you definitely either want to filter the water or get good quality spring water. Um, but I would I would definitely uh, look into that, guys. EWG.org. Definitely check that out and, and see the water that's coming out of your, fil uh, your, your faucet, what kind it is. But me personally at home, I get good quality spring water and I shower in filtered water and I cook with filtered water. So those are my rules on that. That's a way you can avoid toxins. And also, you know, don't live somewhere that used to be a farm. A lot of places around, you know, the, the Midwest and especially the, all that used to be farmland, a lot of that. So what happens is now they build the, the farmers, you know, they end up uh, the grandkids uh, end up inheriting the land. And they're like, well, let me just sell this and make some millions and, and retire. Well, they'll sell it to a developer. The developer will, will build houses on it. And then you're basically building houses on pesticide-riddled land with pesticide-riddled streams and canals. And then you build an, on it, and now you're basically living in a very polluted uh, environment. And you're basically, all that shit's in the soil, and it's it's seeping up into the house. And so be careful, too, where you're living, too. Uh, that can make a big difference when it comes to toxins. So this is all stuff that we can do to live a healthier lifestyle. And, and look, you know, talk about blue zones, go back and listen to the podcast within on blue zones. None of the blue zones are toxin, have toxins, okay, or are toxic places to live. They don't have coal plants. They don't have um, pollution. They don't have dirty water. They are, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it. they live to 100, over 100 years, over 100 years old in those places. But if you look at places where people don't live long, and you'll see hot spots even within the United States <clears throat> and in Britain. I'm sure it's the same way, officer. You'll see hot spots in the United States. Where do people live the least? West Virginia. People die the youngest in West Virginia. What does West Virginia have, mobster? Coal plants. So, 
Yep. So is that a coincidence? I don't think so, guys. It's it's really about your environment. If you're living in a toxic place, it will take years off your life too. And it will make you very unhealthy and give you a lot of problems like cancers and other diseases that you wouldn't have gotten if you had uh, lived somewhere else. So take a look at where you're living too. Um, and that, that has a big factor. Go ahead. On that subject, Steve, I live in... Uh, you're muted. A generation ago, the South Wales miners, my age, would have uh, had a much shorter lifespan than people that were working down the mines. It's as simple as that. So when Steve talks about the area of the US, which is uh, coal mines and steel mills, it's because they're working in dangerous environments and they've got all those chemicals. In fact, just up the road from where I am now, Steve, there used to be something called a furnace plant. And furnace site is what they call smokeless fuel. It's literally treated, I believe it's actually kind of cooked, uh, bakes in such a way, and it ends up with these tiny little holes, microscopic holes in, and the guys that were working, they would breathe this in, and they ended up with with uh, emphysema. Literally, I've, I've worked outside the supermarkets in one of my previous jobs, and if, uh, two or three of the customers that were coming over the three, four days a week that I was working, with oxygen cylinders, with them in the carts, in their, their, their wheelchairs or whatever else, with tubes up their nose because they, their lungs have been ruined by working in that. And you guarantee, Steve, they look 10 years off their life. Quick example on the labels before I finish up here, guys. Labels, right? In the US, it's slightly different from the UK. So here in the UK, the first, the biggest ingredient has to be listed first. There, there are a bunch of places you can go online and they can talk to you about different names for different ingredients, like Steve said earlier on, in terms of quote-unquote hidden ingredients, different names for sugars, different names for syrups. But here in the UK, as an example, I'll use cheap ice cream versus posh ice cream, obviously. I make ice cream here at the house, guys, so I know this specifically. In cheap ice creams, it's made with skim milk powder, and that would probably be the first ingredient. It might list, and then it will say in brackets, milk. But what they really mean is it's been made from a powder. Whereas the better ice creams, Hagen Dass, Ben and Joseph would be a good example, premium ice creams, the first ingredient is cream. Now, cream's not the healthiest, but it still needs to be listed first, okay, as a treat. And again, you're not looking at chemicals, you're not looking at food dyes. Nearly always the color that's in that particular product will come from the fruit or the other ingredients that have been added. So, as an example here, Steve, protein powders that some of us use. In America, you can have blends. We can have blends here in the UK, but it would be listed as a blend at the beginning and then in brackets. And because it's in brackets, the order doesn't matter. If it's outside of brackets, the first ingredient needs to be the one that's in the majority. So those are the kind of tricks that, that and I'm, just, I'm using protein powders and ice cream as an example, but the same tricks apply to meal deals, the same tricks will apply to ready meals, the same tricks will apply to any pre-prepared food, cans, frozen, semi-fresh, whatever you like. If it's in that kind of form, you learn to read the labels and to learn the stuff in brackets is one way. Anyway, it doesn't matter what order is outside the brackets, it must be listed first. So it's just stuff like that. Like I said, guys, and I'll, I'll reiterate something I said a few seconds ago, start your healthy habits Start your fitness habits. Start these simple tips today. Do not wait. You've got no excuse. We are giving you information. There are sites offering you information on pollutants, like Steve said, 
on water filters, on how to read ingredient labels, positive. I'm thinking of, I'm uh, forgetting the, the fellow's name, who writes, the, um, is a best selling positive thinking writer. And he, the, some of his best speeches, you can find these on Instagram, you can find these on YouTube. He literally says stuff like, get up and start the day. Pick, don't wait, don't hesitate, don't even spend a thousand dollars to go and hear him speak. Buy his $10 book, go online and watch a free YouTube video of small things you can do. Listen to this podcast and other podcasts that we put out, which give you positive, useful, helpful information and apply those suggestions, apply those rules, apply those tips today. Do not wait because you will thank us. The classic example, Steve, I think I mentioned it in a pre-show, is the one of putting a buck aside every day. It means you will have 365 bucks to spend on whatever the hell you want at the end of the year. Easy example for fitness, Steve. Super easy example. Is a real, real easy peasy, lemon squeezy one. Uh, classic fitness tip 101. If you take a bus to work, get off a stop early and walk to the next stop and then to your place of work. Same thing for school. Same thing for going to visit people that you visit regularly. Do the same on the way back. So you're, you've, you've gained those extra few hundred yards, quarter of a mile, half a mile, whatever it is between the bus stops. Same thing with train journeys, getting off the previous station, especially if you've got time and you're not late for work, late for school, whatever else. Just getting off and walking the next part of the journey that you would normally take the bus or the train or even the car all the way to. Park your car further away. It's, these are just real, real simple things. And you'd be surprised. If I did just a bus stop one, Steve, and I was still working those kind of jobs, I'm looking at another 1,000 steps. I'm looking, I think, that's 250, 300 calories. My 6,000 steps, 8,000 steps can easily be 1,000 calories, especially based on my body weight. Guys, these are real, real easy, easy, and I mean super easy, super simple things to put into practice. Another classic one, we've talked about this before, Steve, is get outside in the fresh air. If you're in an office, you're in the car, you are breathing in canned air. Sometimes, Steve, we get out of the car, canned air. We go to the supermarket, canned air. The only time we're getting fresh air is we're walking across the car park. You're in the supermarket, you're in the mall, it's canned air. You go out of the mall, you eat something at the mall, canned air. You go to work, canned air. It's in the office, it's in the factory, it's all air conditioned, it's all stuff that's coming in from a machine it's as often as not recirculated never mind filtered go outside and get in the fresh air go outside in the sunshine take the kids out go feed the ducks these are real real they're great for your mental health never mind your fitness never mind ways for you to get fitter and healthier every single day yeah start today please note we are not doctors and these opinions are ours and ours alone it's our view and based on our experience and views on the topic a podcast for informational purposes and entertainment only. The freedom of speech and the First Amendment applies.